0: Hey. Oh, I'm here. I'm alive, and I'm coming you. Co- oh, I'm coming you back from.
1: Ooh.
2: Spraying a cleaner. Oh, anyway, dude, I was already nervous. I know it. I went to the. So that's One of our that's new. That's the effect. new sound. Yeah, that replaced the NASCAR one, and nice. uh, the NASCAR one was good. And I figured that kind of play the I'd same thing. Definitely said similar, yeah. Spragmeek. <laughs> I don't even know Sprag-a-mic. what. Spragmeek? Spragmeek. Oh. Yeah, I think that's funny. And for those who don't know, that was when we tried to get AI to fix our audio and it made it way worse. <laughs> um, and I think it just, you know, when we're talking about AI and how exciting it is, we can remind you guys that Sprag- it really doesn't work for that well yet.
0: Sprag. Spra- is it D? Sprag.
2: Sprag. That one's Sprag- still sad. Spragmeek. Spragmeek. Sprag me a creener. Sprag me a cleaner. Sprag me a creener. I think that is maybe what you were saying. I think
0: that's fittish.
2: Yeah, I actually, last episode I was saying I wanted to figure out um, how to invest in AI, and I figured out a good way to do it. Um, it's how do you do that? It's just through my investing thing. You can just click like what you're interested in, and it automatically splits up into like 25 stocks with different weights
0: right so it's ma- it makes an index out of all the ai people
2: basically yeah it's like it's like creating your own little index fund by just investing in a bunch of different stocks it's it's just like investing for people who don't know what's going on and i'm excited because i'm now officially invested in ai i'm not gonna press it again it's getting annoying
0: that would be funny if my emp accidentally went off as soon as you invested and it ruined my investment. <laughs> yeah. All of our tech is gone. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> would suck. going to tank the economy single-handedly. I'm coming for them. I'm coming for that goddamn White House. They're going to elect me, and they're not going to know why they elected me, and then I'm going <laughs> to not shoot up the White House, but probably bomb it up. Mm.
2: No, I would probably mow the grass first. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You do some regular work at the White House. No threats to the White House at all whatsoever. Oops, my no mower rear. has a bunch of grenades
0: in it. <laughs> Oops, I ran over a bunch of grenades and the chute is pointed at the White House. Whoops. And now the CIA is watching. Will at they, least we will got...
2: Be FBI? True, yeah, our viewership starts to go way up, and we're like, we're doing well. (laughs) It's only... It's our agents. We're literally just on watch lists, and that's why they're watching us, because they legally have to. (laughs) Listen to this. (laughs) We know what we're up against. We
0: know we're in the simulation. Mm -hmm. We know what they're up to, so there's no reason they shouldn't be watching us. That's true.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they should be watching us every single time we drop. Um, So... I guess yeah. So to our to the agents who are watching, um, just drop a comment below. How long have you been watching us, and uh, what have you caught us saying? Um, do- <laughs> what if we get like David- secret agent Steve comments? <laughs> <and> he's like, he's <laughs> like, yo, boys, I've been watching since day
0: one, yes, baby. Settle down, baby. <laughs> yeah, what? we've said a lot of controversial stuff on here, but I feel like all of it is not controversial. I feel like it's all pretty factual. Yeah. So I just want to make that clear to the FBI agent. I know you're listening, you know you're watching and I'm coming for you.
2: Yeah. I'm coming hard. Oh, let me get my uh product placement. Product placement. My my brand new Yeah, we're sponsored. Did you know? Oh by who? Hydroflask?
0: Wow, Hydroflask. Thanks for the sponsor.
2: 2 year million deal. (laughs) Holy frick. Yeah. We just had to put a Hydro Flask in the the (coughs) screen. And here, listen. That's for you audio listeners. That's how a Hydro Flask is. That's hard
0: anodized steel with uh, foam insulation. Stainless steel on the inside. And it is powder coated on the outside. Thank you, Hydro Flask, with a
2: premium drink holder. Go to hydroflask.com Slash FTD and use code Spragman. And then you can get 20% off your next Purchase of The cleaner they have for the bottles They, didn't, they wouldn't let us get like Give discounts for the actual bottles But the, they have like a cleaner for them
0: They wouldn't let us give discounts And they gave us a $200 million deal
2: Yeah they gave us a $200 million deal Two years we gotta p- keep uh, mentioning Hydroflask Hydroflask Good. All right, yeah. and um,
0: and we'll round that out. Yeah. Well, or, yeah, we'll we'll buff out the you know the corners.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's kind of it, we'll buff first, we'll first buff the finish out. We'll buff the finish. But out. But I was thinking, because I was actually drinking from my hydro flask that I got from TJ Maxx, so I saved a little bit of money on it. But hear me out. I was thinking about how much of a slut I am for brand names. You are. I'm so bad. Like I I had this is to replace my Yeti. And ooh that's even more brand namey. Yeah.
0: You replaced
2: a Hydro Flask for your Yeti? You downgraded. It's a little bit of a downgrade, but this one this one I can take to the gym and stuff and it's not going to spill. My other one's like Didn't downgrade. Thank you Hydro Flask for the uh sponsorship, yeah, Hydro Flask. Yeah, just make sure you go on Hydro the use code. code. <laughs> and it's not a downgrade. It's actually an upgrade. It is an upgrade. And I'm actually I was thinking about that, like the the brands like Yeti and Hydro Flask and Stanley right now, and you know they have lead in their cups? Did you know
0: that? Did you hear about that? I saw a girl at the gym today with a Stanley mug, and
2: I took notice of it, and not her. (laughs) Wow, that's a nice figure you got there. (laughs) And I'm talking about your tumbler, (laughs) not your body. Um, Yeah, there's there's a lead poisoning risk with uh, Stanley cups. What are they doing there
1: just weeks after social media helped make the stanley quencher cup the must that's the accessory one that she had and- i want to see if these stanley's have lead in them that's her head. this morning a wave <laughs> of tick tockers are testing them for lead and even throwing out the pricey status symbols The company says its products are safe, explaining on its website that it uses an industry standard pellet to seal the vacuum insulation, and the sealing material includes some lead. But it's covered with a durable stainless steel layer, making it inaccessible to consumers. The controversy threatening to slow the momentum Stanley has built with female consumers and influencers. (laughs) The green bottle is dad while the quencher is his daughter. It's some kind of tough. I didn't know
0: it was uh, that big of a status thing. But she had one. And let me tell you what. The lead thing is fake because of the lead paint right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got rid of lead paint so that they could get their 5G into our walls. Yeah,
0: exactly. So they want their 5G in your cup, and
2: Stanley's actually doing a good job of blocking it out. Lead's just as important as iron for the human body. Did you know that? And they cut it out so we'll get weak. That's what's leading to... Do we um, have lead? Are we leaded? Yeah, I, I supplement lead every day. Um, Lead, iron...
0: Eat one pencil a day. Keep the doctor
2: away. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Is that lead? It used to be. That's why they call it pencil lead. It's graphite now. Ooh. I've been eating graphite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've been eating graphite instead.
0: <laughs> thought, thought I was, he, was eating lead. lead that whole time because they took the paint out of our houses. <sighs> I We need to bring that lead paint back. Golly. They're watching every move I make, I swear to God. I could, I could hear them in the dang attic last night.
2: Really? Just... Trying to spy on you, getting to see if you were up to st- yeah, no good. Yeah, and they
0: only got in because they broke through the barrier that didn't have lead in it. If it would have had lead in it, they wouldn't have been able to blah, 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 broke through. Did you hear that? Just prank me. Yeah, I've been doing that more often lately. Haven't really been opening my mouth when I talk. <laughs> and uh, Dude, lazy leads, talking it leads to very horrific mumbling. So I'm going to try to start opening my mouth when I talk more.
2: That'd be interesting. Hey, did you see that? um, Did you see that those events that were going on where the people were being asked to leave and um, people were all scared and being asked to leave and, like, evacuate? (laughs) Like, it happened uh, at the comedy store in New York City. Oh, I saw something about that, Mark Norman was performing and... They like came up on stage, got him and brought him out and then somebody came up onto the onto the stage and was like um you you everybody has to leave. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. I didn't why I
0: thought it was like a clickbait thing. I thought it was just like a heckler type situation. <laughs> Let, me so really
2: Let me show you. So I didn't
0: really pay on. much mind to it. There was like a little video on my YouTube <laughs> Its said, like, Mark Norman left the stage, something like that. Didn't pay any mind to it, didn't watch it. Ooh, whoa, what is that? 60 days without my Kindle reading on mini iPad. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, okay. Um, that's Kindle for the win, baby. <laughs> yeah, check, watch it. to stop doing that. Ready? Okay. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, jeez. Hey, how are we? We got a microphone here. Hey, what's going on? Oh, jeez. Everything all right? Just want to make sure everybody's good here. What's going on? Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, boy. Hey. Anything can happen at a comedy show. That was some kind of weird swinger sex party thing. Oh, God. Somebody got tased. Oh, boy. Oh, wait, what? Oh, I really froze there. I went to Mitch McConnell.
2: They're escorting him off the stage Why? and out of the place. That was the most Mark
0: Norman way to handle the situation I've ever Guys,
1: everything's fine. Um, we just had a momentary interruption. Um what? Uh, just stay, get up. What? Get the the taping. Um, mm-hmm. yes, please,
0: Can we get out or what? Cut the camera. Yeah, just yeah I'm one of the producers of the
2: show. Um, yeah, we just need everybody to get out, please. What? Uh, what? Got any photos or video of what that What? Okay, look. it. It was a freaking... Marketing thing. Huh? What do you mean? Um, apparently it was a marketing thing.
1: That's what I. What sort of marketing deal thing? With The mandatory evacuation of the New York Comedy Club that took place last week while Mark Norman was on stage has only gotten more mysterious since the original video leaked online, which first showed a seemingly intoxicated stranger in an orange hat wandering on stage for a few seconds before being dragged off by security. (laughs) A woman located on the left side of the screen runs after the man, and Mark Norman is left on stage slightly stunned, but still throwing out zingers like a pro, trying to keep the situation (laughs) as light as possible. Oh, hey, no. Still hard oh, as a rock. Hey, what's going on? Oh, jeez. I really froze
0: there. I went to Mitch
1: Up to this point, nothing too far out of the ordinary has even occurred, as it's not that rare for a comedy show to there have to is. remove an That'd audience member for doing something stupid. But where things get very strange, however, is immediately after this, Mark himself was then told to get off stage without a chance to give any sort of explanation, which left the crowd in a state of confusion and panic until this announcement was made. Guys, everything's fine um we just had a momentary interruption um uh just stay get up get out the the taping um can we get out or what have the camera yeah i'm one of the producers of the show um yeah, we just need everybody to take it out, please. Uh Nice and slow, nice and slow, everything's <laughs> fine. But you make the Got any photos or video? The two producers who took the mic after Mark was escorted out of the building not only forgot to explain to the paying customers why their headliner just left mid-show, but also failed to ensure the audience of their safety and displayed a level of fear and confusion that only added to the tension. Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! Everybody everybody calm. What's the true on? procedure. Stay f***ing car! There have been many theories shared online about what this disruption possibly could have been about. From a standard bomb threat, to the theory that the man in the orange hat was running to a public place to avoid a hitman, or even people who were convinced that this was a legitimate terrorist attack that was actively being (laughs) investigated by the FBI. There's (laughs) been thousands of possible explanations thrown out there for what might be behind this disturbance, but the real answer is much, much stupider than anyone could have predicted. For the first 24 hours after this video leaked, The only information anyone was provided with came from Mark Norman's Instagram story, where it was said that his team is looking into it. The following afternoon, New York Comedy Club finally released an official statement where they said, quote, We've received a handful of inquiries regarding a viral clip of our club being evacuated last night. First and foremost, nobody was harmed or injured. The disruption was part of a filming by the producers that rented out our venue for the night. So since this took on a bit of a wild narrative, if you were in attendance for the taping, we'd love to host you for an actual show for free. Please email us at info at newyorkcomedyclub.com. Who was it? This news was then confirmed by Mark Norman's story, which read, no one was harmed or injured during my performance last night at New York Comedy Club. The disruption was part of a planned surprise activity by show producers... I had no prior knowledge that this was going to happen. It turns out this planned surprise during Mark's show was one of three events to be disrupted that night in New York City, all a part of an attempt at viral guerrilla marketing by a new Amazon Prime show about spies called... We're bleeping out the name of the show and the name of the production company because I personally don't want to be involved in helping this campaign go viral, but I'm sure you could look it up if you're actually interested. As we were saying, the lead actor of the show, Donald Glover, also reposted videos from each of the three incidents... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was some... It's guerrilla
2: marketing. (laughs) Instead of guerrilla warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like forcefully marketing through like scaring people. And the crazy thing is the producers of the show rented out the New York Comedy Club for the night. Rented the whole place out. And then so that they could do that. What the frick? That's kind of weird. I don't get what happened to that. I mean, the customers were, people were freaking out genuinely. Yeah, I know. So they must have paid.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't get it. I don't know. And It's crazy that, like, Mark Norman had no idea. That's so bizarre. It's so bizarre that it happened to him, too. I feel like anyone could have
0: been on stage unless they wanted it to happen to him. They, I'm sure they wanted it to happen to somebody big.
2: So it's some random Amazon show? It's a Amazon sh- random Amazon show about spies.
0: I might have to watch that straight up. Good
2: marketing tactic. No, no, no. This is stupid. I think it's dumb. You think it's dumb? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. if FTD did that, though? We wouldn't do that. A
0: guerrilla marketing campaign?
1: <coughs> oh, God.
0: I <laughs> threw up there. I feel like that's a good technique, because it was all over my feed this past week, and they they really got me with it. I mean, I I wasn't particularly interested in anything they had to say, but I knew about it. It's called Hi-Hi? Hi-Hi.
2: Freaking Donald Glover. Weird dude. Mr. and Mrs. Smith.
0: 2005, so what? Is it 2005? 3005. so what? <sighs> that's that guy, Childish Gambino. That's Donald Glover. That's his new show. He decided to act instead of make good music. I guess that's his choice, though. You know, kind of whatever he wants to do. Um, Taylor Swift got the album of the year at the Golden Globes, I think. Nope, at the Grammys. Did you see that Taylor Swift is a psyop? Oh, she is 100% a PSYOP. Listen to this. Soros owns her entire discography. The I so, know. He just Soros recently Foundation. bought it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I was talking to Ray, who kind of likes uh, Taylor Swift. And I was like, did you know she's owned and she's manipulated by politics? And Ray's like, kind of, but she made a whole new discography called Taylor's Version of Something. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it at all. I think it's all owned. She's a she's a plant. The whole Kansas City going to the Super Bowl, that's a load of crap, by the way. <clears throat> load of crap. Do you know about that? No, what? So Kansas City played the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship. And the I, I think it was the Bills. Yeah. And they were supposed to. I mean, the Bills were, in my opinion, a better team. There was one play where Mahomes, right? This is this is the team that Taylor Swift's boyfriend is on, uh, Kansas City. And there's this one play where the quarterback of Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, is running out to the sideline to get the first down. Now there's a there's a cornerback there ready to tackle him. Okay. And instead of tackling him, he basically jukes out of the ball carrier's way and smashes the other guy. For no reason. Like absolutely no reason. It was like you know, they needed the first down. Yeah. And and basically the Bills let him. Like it was it was a bizarre like you never see that go down in a regular season game. And they ended up winning, you know, barely. Yeah. And now they're going to the Super Bowl, which Kelsey and Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift obviously boosting the numbers of NFL. I I think it's a bunch of, yeah, it's a bunch of There's hokey. There's money.
2: There's people making too much money to not let that happen. It's a
0: bunch of hokey
2: dokey. And it, turn yourself around. How about that? Yeah, and there's that thing where, the, yeah, they're trying to get the the idea is that it's election interference. Oh, hundred percent. Well, <laughs> I was
0: listening to a political show this past week, and and he was saying like, literally, the the Democrats are waiting on Taylor Swift's endorsement. Like they they are like calling for it and wanting it, and. The dude was saying he's like, there's no reason, there's no reason that Taylor Swift should be going one side or the other. Yeah, like she's a hyper famous billionaire musician, she shouldn't be actively gaining enemies for no reason. Like she's in a, a a smart place right now where she hasn't said anything, but that the the like Dems are counting on her vote. Quote unquote, Mm -hmm. is a little bit bizarre in that the Soros Foundation owns her discography, is also
2: extremely bizarre. Okay, so here's something that gets a little weirder. There was this video that Bubs had showed me a couple days ago where it was a bunch of different newscasters saying the exact same thing. Like it was just it would cut from one to the next to the next to the yeah, next saying right. the exact same thing, and they were just saying Taylor Swift is not a psyop, she is not a what government plan or something like like and it was over and over and over and I just asked her to send it to me so I could show it. They took it down and I can't find it on YouTube anyway. Oh
0: my god!
2: Some powers that be are doing some creepy stuff with Taylor Swizzle. <sighs> with Taylor Swizzle, there was this guy at um. I think it was Davos this past like WEF World
0: Economic Forum. Yep, yep. And and the guy pulled up a a PowerPoint basically on accident, mm-hmm. uh, or if it wasn't on accident, it 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 shouldn't have been filmed. Yeah, it was like the filming of it was like real grainy. Someone yeah, in yeah. the crowd was filming it. It was like easily manipulated celebrities. And they we were going like, down the list, yeah. and and Taylor Swift was there, uh-huh. and she was like, "We or they were like, we got her." The the Soros Foundation owns the discography. She's e-, it said like like pros, easily manipulated.
2: <laughs> it was like, what the frick does that mean, dude? <laughs> she's just like she's just a the the thing is Taylor Swift is just like a nice country girl that is incredibly leverageable and and famous like she there's so much leverage to be had by owning her discography because she's probably one of the most famous people of our time she's like a superstar yep she is a superstar so it's like obviously the powers that be are going to go after that if they wouldn't like that would be
0: I, d- I don't know another person that's more famous than
2: taylor swift i mean you got like trump Trump, but he's not—he's not easily influenced, and I would think like Morgan Wallen's one of the biggest stars of our time, but he's out there saying the N word and stuff, so they can't get him. He
0: is but also you know you go to another country and you say who's Morgan Wallen, they don't freaking know. Really, I'm talking about like mo- su- like, like global global superstar, su- yeah, su- yeah, superstar. Morgan Wallen is is pretty new on the scene too. I mean the past like 4 years. Yeah. He's really blown up. And Taylor Swift has been there for the past decade cuz she started when she was so small. Like Justin Bieber is also a global superstar, but he is he's he's going through it every day. He's I feel like he's going mis- through it. <laughs> he's Mr. Probably Mix-up. because
2: probably because he kept getting approached by these billionaire men who were trying yeah. to they were like, "Well, if you're not gonna, you know, sell your soul to political nonsense um can i at least diddle you <laughs> and there, and he's, like, he's like no please no dude. none neither please no baby
0: baby baby <laughs> oh oh my god yeah i i feel like he it probably got approached he went into his druggy phase and now he's in his christ phase he bounce bag.
2: He is, and he's got a. He's married. He, he's actually got stuff going pretty well for him. I think. I mean, he's got, meant crazy mental stuff from being so famous at such a young age. And he was one of those like dirt bag kids that needs to be put in their place. Yeah. And nobody did because he was famous. So and that really hurt him. Like he needed yeah. a strict person in his life to be like, dude, you you ain't shit. But the issue was he was.
0: That little dude. He was the shit.
2: He was awesome. That
0: little dude changed our entire generation. Yeah. I mean, the haircuts. Because that dude wore a haircut. Yeah. All of my friends and family had the Bieber. Yeah. Even my mom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did not have the Bieber. I was not a believer. You were not a believer. I used to be a Bieber hater until uh, Jack U came out with the. where are you now that I, I need, need you? Oh yeah, That's
1: where a go. are you now?
2: Yeah, that was oh, that song was so good, and and it made me a believer. Finally, I was never on the believer train. I was never
0: off the believer train. I hate that word too. I <laughs> Believer, <was>, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like. You know, the ghost of Christmas Past from Polar Express? Yes. I was more along the lines of that guy. I was riding on top of the train. <laughs> I was riding under the train.
2: I liked... Uh, baby, baby, yeah.
0: baby. Ah.
2: You're going now. You're doing Starstruck.
0: I really like that. I liked that he was on American Idol. I remember that, watching that. Didn't he get famous from American Idol? I, th- I thought so. I thought no, so. No, 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 no. Yeah, I thought so.
2: <laughs> no, he didn't. He got famous because Usher promoted him. He was famous on YouTube. Oh. You know who was on uh, American Idol? was Scotty McCreary from my Ooh. alma mater, Garner High School. Scotty McCreary, baby. Baby, lock them doors and turn them lights. <laughs> Don't He went to the same high school as me. and. um him and Naheem Hines are, like, my two closest, like, claim to Hines,
0: you know even who Nahim Hines is? Yeah, I know,
2: because he, he went to Garner and he went <laughs> to
0: State.
2: <sighs> he tracked me. Where does he play now? For the Buffalo Bills. Does he really? No, he plays for the Colts or something. Nah. Naheem Hines. He plays for the Buffalo Bills. Yes! Look at that, he got traded. Yes. State's joined, and he was for the Colts. Wow. I was, so you, I was two guys, for two. You guys keep in touch. Yeah, I was two for two there. And look, NC State, it doesn't say Garner High School on here, but he did go to Garner High School. Wow, that dude's balling. Look, and I'm two for two. I said Colts or Buffalo Bills, and he was on both. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Let's see if I knew anybody famous. I don't know anybody famous, but I saw... Uh, Link from the Rhett and Link show in the mill, and then I went to dinner with Rhett as well. Or I didn't go to dinner <laughs> with him, but I sat next to him at a restaurant.
2: <laughs> That's so crazy. I can't believe... They're from right down the road. Yeah, they are. Fuquay, baby.
0: Hey, come on now. That's my hometown. Let's go, baby. Not my hometown. I've actually never lived in Fuquay, but I've lived uh, Fuquay, Fuquay adjacent. Fuquay adjacent your whole... Yeah, ca- boom, Your boom. whole career
2: in North Carolina, Your are Fuquay adjacent. Yeah,
0: I was Holly Springs. I... I hung out in Fuquay, and then now Willow Spring, and I hang out in Fuquay.
2: Yeah, and I was 10 minutes up the road from here is where I grew up, and I never went to Fuquay. I've been to Fuquay. Before I met you guys, I was only to Fuquay a couple times, and I thought Fuquay was so far away. And I remember hearing, like, Rhett and Link are from Fuquay. That's in North Carolina somewhere. (laughs) And I didn't know it was literally, like, 20 minutes from my house. Yeah, it's not far at all. And they come back and they hang out and they're just like, the the cool thing about Fuquay is it's kind of such a like small town kind of, it's like a poppin' town, like it's fun, but it's really small. So nobody freaks out. No. There's nobody there who's like, they're just like, I think that's Rhett.
0: That's exactly
2: what I did. Yeah. I told my parents, I was like,
0: hey, there's Rhett. And they're like, "Oh, go talk to him." I was like, "He's having dinner with his family."
2: Yeah, you don't want to be doing I that. Talk to him. That's the thing. Is like, it's fun to say you were there at the dinner, but I don't like the idea of messing with famous people because they just—you don't get messed with if you're a regular guy. Yeah, I get messed with a lot, <laughs> but it's annoying and weird. So it's like, yeah, you're just trying to have dinner with your family, and then. Somebody comes up and he's like, I'm just such a big fan. I really love what you do. Like, it's it's nice, but it's not the time. Dinner, yeah. like a nice dinner is not. I'm always wondering how am I going to act when I'm famous.
0: That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to be like Howie Mandel and be like real crotchety and pretend I'm a germaphobe. Become a yeah fake germaphobe. Fake germaphobe. Don't touch me. And that's how I'm going to talk as well.
2: I will probably be like it's me um, <laughs> Who would I be like? Ooh, you ooh, you would be like uh, oh you'd be DiCaprio? Yeah, where I just like keep strange and little girls. Yeah, I, I just I I will break up with girls as soon as they turn what is it 24? <laughs> yep, yep, very soon. It's like they have to be like nine between 19 and 23. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm. yep I wish I could be more like Bill Murray but I know I'd be Howie Mandel all
2: day all
0: day I imagine be, I have to deal with the normies oh my
2: god yeah you get rich and then you have to deal with poors and they're so like right now when I see a poor person I'm like damn Ew. they're we, <laughs> a little bit but I'm like, I'm like I'm not that far off like I'm a couple weeks off from that. No, we're pretty far. We're pretty far off from the pores. Yeah, but I'm trying to do like a grassroots. The
0: pores are so deep. They're dirty
2: and they don't have many teeth. And you're
1: just, ooh.
2: Yeah, I'm going for like a grassroots appeasing our audience that to, was for that. them to think that we're really poor. But we actually got $2 million from Hydro Flask, so we're balling. I thought it was $200 million. It was $200 three-year contract. And, um, and it's uh compounding interest so so we're no longer
0: poor. Yeah. some poor approached me at the gas station i told you about this yesterday A poor lady her sedan was covered in harley davidson stickers so you know what kind of poor that is it's like trailer park poor mm-hmm. and i was on my i was on my kawasaki volk and she came up to me she got that sound pretty good for kawasaki And I couldn't hear her. That's all I heard because I had my earplugs in. And she went on this long tangent about how she beat up her neighbor because she slashed her rims. And I knew exactly where she was coming from. She said she lived right over there. She pointed and I looked over there and there wasn't any homes. So I knew she lived in the field. Um, and someone probably came in her field, and they got in a tussle, and her rims somehow got slashed. Her $40 hubcaps were uh, turquoise, and they were probably <laughs> the ugliest hubcaps I've ever seen. But uh, she said she would uh, used to ride Harleys. She said she had a Sportster. She said, you know, decked out to the max. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that, like... You know. <laughs> what does a decked out to the Max Sportster look like? Probably just a stock Sportster to yeah, her. Yeah, <sighs> She said she used to ride. I think she said she got in a crash, but I, again, I couldn't hear that well. And then I said, have a good day, and I left, and and I kind of stopped, put some lotion on my hands so I could, <laughs> so I could get rid of the poor. Yeah, you got to
2: get that off of there. It's... <laughs> poverty is such a kind of a fun I mean I, I'm assuming that like to be like in, in real deep poverty is um it used to be really bad and there are situations that it's really really bad but there's certain situations that it's does not seem bad no like uh, it's bad if you're a, a, a homeowner under the poverty line yeah the poor seems fun the, the poor and the the homeless poors with no dependents and a drug problem, that seems fun. Like, imagine your biggest enemy
0: is drugs instead of the government. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I deal with the DMV night and day. I hate the DMV. They never have to deal with the I'm DMV. I'm never thinking about drugs. I'm never thinking about, oh, my God, I have to get more crack. I have to get more crack. I have to get more crack. Oh, my God. I need a Narcan. I'm always like, I have to get this registered. They're not giving me my plate. They're not giving me my tag. Here I am back at the DMV once again, three hours in line, and I wish I was poorer. Yeah. I'm stuck in the middle where they screw you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's the, the biggest enemy of the state is the middle class because the middle class has enough free time to think, and that's really bad for them. But they're not rich enough to be part of their club. So the middle class is yeah. like the most dangerous thing for rich people.
0: I'm going to get in the club, and then, well, I, I'm, I'm really dicing towards the club. I'm like rolling down the hill towards the club. And, and then I'm going to get in the club, and I'm going to do exactly what they don't want me to do. And that's do drugs. (laughs) You're going to bring the poor to the rich. Yep. Yep. I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy an apartment complex, demolish trailer park, buy another apartment (laughs) complex, demolish trailer park. You're
2: going to reverse gentrify
0: it? Yeah. We're going back in time, baby. That TJ Maxx up the street, demolish trailer park, (laughs) demolish trailer park, demolish trailer park. It's like in that movie Santa Claus when he's punching everybody nice. Boom, boom. Trailer park. Boom, boom. Trailer park. Boom, boom. Trailer park. Boom, boom. Drugs. And we're going to get back to the free state that we once were. I'm going to be governor of uh, North Carolina. Roy Cooper, I'm freaking coming for you, you little rat. And I'm demolishing. I'm going to start a new thing. It's going to be a mobile home.
2: But really big. Oh, like mobile mansion. Mobile mansion. Nice. <laughs> it's, gonna,
0: it's gonna be on so many wheels. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna have like <laughs> yeah.
2: it's gonna have like forty wheels on it. There's gonna be like seventy cinder blocks like all around <laughs> it holding it up. Uh, and no no skirt under it or anything, but it's, it's like <laughs> super nice. There's an in ground pool, and it's just gonna be <laughs> <Yeah>. outside.
0: <laughs> no, an above ground pool. <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna have like I'm gonna tear all the flags down—the American flag, the North Carolina flag—I'm put PBR, I'm gonna put Natty Light, I'm
2: gonna put Bush Light I'm gonna... You put all the beer on <laughs> <and> the, <laughs> and that's gonna be the governor's mansion. That's have the governor's seen, mansion. Have you seen the governor's mansion? Yeah, it's weird to look at.
0: Yeah, it's it's too brown. It's so brown. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pee really bad You have to pee? Me pee really okay, bad. pee really fast Holy be- Jesus, That was a lot of pee It was so much pee That it started a lake It had a river going down All the way Probably six feet river With a large water basin
2: Disgusting That stinky river
0: I probably hadn't peed all day. I don't think. Oh, probably did. So, what was I talking about?
2: You were talking about uh, reverse gentrification. Roger. Here we go again.
0: Sprague me. I need to open my mouth when I talk, or this isn't this podcast thing isn't going to work out. So, reverse gentrification. When I was growing up, we got so excited because the first Walmart in Holly Springs went up. And that was probably the most stunning day of our lives. And we spent probably most of the day in those dumpsters fishing out goods. I don't even know what happened with. Then the GameStop went in. The second most exciting thing (laughs) in my little town. We... Actually, there wasn't that many kids in the town at the time. So when the GameStop went out, it was just me going in there and buying stuff. <laughs> and then that was their whole sale for the uh, the whole year. So they would have to throw everything out for, for the new systems the next year in the dumpster. And I would be waiting that whole time. And I got so much stuff out of that dumpster. God, that was good times. And I wanted to do it again, but I... I realized this past weekend, when I said I want to go dunster diving, that the gentrification has happened. <sighs> we need to take the upper class out of our system. They either need to go to the elite class, or they need to come down to the pores. Because when I was growing up, it was the pores in the middle... And now the uppers are moving yeah, in, yeah. And yeah. we can't—we're not dealing with that that well. At least I'm not, because I see all these Tahoes and uh, Escalades running around, and I'm getting a little jealous. <sighs> but it's not that big of a deal.
2: Yeah, it'll be okay, because we're gonna get those Escalades and those Tahoes. We're gonna bring the poor to the rich. Well,
0: thanks to Hydro Flask.
2: Yeah, they gave us two hundred million. Actually, I think it was four hundred million for four years. <laughs> um,
0: well, thanks to Hydro Flask, I'll be able to afford the Tahoe, the Z seventy one package, the four x four V eight. I want the AT four. The AT four freaking mother, yeah. dude. Yeah, I saw an AT four by the way on a video doing a burnout.
2: Good. How is it doing a burnout? Because it's got a big six liter in it i bet or something big something huge.
0: it was like a new one yeah how
2: is it doing a br- how is it they doing like burn a out. crawling burnout Take can burn out you got gra- you put your you you torque char- you torque you torque tor- tor- and you torque <laughs> and then you do a burnout i didn't think that was possible on a new one yeah you press the brake and the gas at the same time <laughs> and uh you there the torque converter has a stall rate starts revving up and then you you let off the brake, and then you grab the brake a little bit lightly again. The brake's biased more towards the front, so it'll do a little burnout. I was doing a big burnout. Brand new. Yeah. Do you know um, that uh, Whitney Wright, U.S. porn actor, she... Yeah, I know her. Do you know she went to um, Iran and post posted up in like Muslim garb, and everyone's super mad about it? No. Everyone thinks she's like doing pro Iran uh, propaganda because she dressed up in the um, in, like covering herself up and in, in in the garb, which is so ironic because she's literally a porn star who takes all her clothes off. <laughs> it's crazy that she's covered in all that stuff and you can still see the Botox. Yeah, ooh, Botox has been bothering me lately. People have no. gotten way too much Botox. No, dude. Too the, much work done. The, the Botox is hilarious.
0: No. Whenever I see a duck girl around here, I just have to giggle to myself
2: the a The big, bit. weird lips. Oh, it's It looks, like, so painful. Like, they're hauling their lips around with them. It's so...
0: It's, yeah, they're going to have neck problems from their yeah, lips weighing them yeah. down. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. It's funny that, like... In Hollywood, they all the good botox, all the good botox people are in Hollywood, and then like Raleigh, North Carolina, there's like some makeshift botox some places, botox and jobs. they are just whacked out of their mind. The like, what is it? The asymmetrical. Freaking women with like their bottom lips, yeah, just freaking folded down over their chin with the top lip so much. The top lip, they put helium or something in it, and it's like yeah. rising above. You could just see inside their mouth at all times. Oh my god, it's so crazy. Those are all the women in the in the white suburban's driving around with their freaking <laughs> mouths open. <laughs> Bot Botox <laughs> On my way to Dr. Strangles <coughs> He said he could fix me Oh my god And it's so expensive I can't believe that these I can't believe that the husbands of these women Are letting them go Yeah, They're like I feel like I need to freshen my face
2: up It feels like I'm kissing a
0: Check <laughs> A water <laughs> balloon <laughs> Say Shaq,
2: yeah, <laughs> like Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, <laughs> his uh, their their lips are like on par with his lips, uh, and his lips are big because he's a big dude, not yeah, because yeah. he's buck. He like he's like making bug, out
0: with a party animal. <laughs>
2: God, a balloon animal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, balloon animal. Yeah, okay, they're party animals to me. Yeah, because you only see him at <laughs> you
2: parties. <only> he's <laughs> <at party. laughs> a party animal. <laughs>
0: Make it out with the Yeah, just a party animal. Yeah. Yo He's Let's go.
2: You beer bongs a little bit and you're the like, No shotgun right now. I might come over He's and give you a, a, a kiss.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, keg stand right now. Babe, if I down this whole keg right now, you give me a kiss. <laughs> yes.
2: Her lips are hung open. <laughs> You get that's you get like a, like a bra, a mouth bra to hold your lips up, <laughs> a sports lip bra so you can play sports and stuff because your Swear lips are flying off your face. Uh,
0: that's why I love that, Joe. That's why I'm doing that all the time, just puffing my lips out and saying, "Do I look good?"
2: <laughs> Eventually, it's gonna be the opposite. It's gonna be, um, it's gonna be people trying to get like lip reductive surgeries and going for small lips.
0: Oh, they're all gonna be.
2: Yeah, for every culture, there's a counterculture, and this one is gonna be crazy. They're all gonna be like the the old man from SpongeBob. They're gonna have their lips like cut down so that they like don't close. Ooh, they look can't like close. Skeletor. Them. Yeah, yeah. Their mm. their teeth are out. They get their lips cut up to their gums. Ooh. And donate their lips to little children, little children like burn victims and stuff that need new lips. Can you imagine? You get like some nice kissers. From some. Imagine
0: person. you're a redhead white girl and you inherit some uh, black girl's lips.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane How cr- looking. How crazy you would look. You would look insane. Because I feel like redhead, good. redhead white girl has probably the smallest lips.
0: Pretty small lips. Fair skin, though. I had a guy I used to work with who was obsessed with redheads and I was dating a redhead at the time and I took her around him and he got like super weird. And then the ne- I didn't know he liked like redheads. And then the next day he's like, he's like, I love redheads. I was like, I was like, okay, dude. I was like, why do you like redheads? And he's like, they're fair skin. What? <laughs> I was like, dude, that's kind of freakish. Uh, this is the guy that took eight months to build an airsoft gun not that big of a deal though
2: no that's okay fair
0: skin is a fine thing to like personally i don't go for fair skin that's not my thing i like the leathery i like the leathery yeah, brown skin yeah. you know yeah like, like
2: a 75 year old man who's lived at the beach for 45 years yeah like a yeah.
0: woman that's been yeah, sitting at the top of mount honduras
2: or something <laughs> closer to the sun
0: really clo- really close to the sun and I know when they're older, we're going to age the same. That's the thing about it is, like, obviously men, they look older as the age. Yeah, well, yeah. usually, because I've seen some – never mind. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> – they usually age the same. Uh, no, men age uh, a lot quicker, at least facially, and I just want a woman that will age with me and not think, you know, it's a whole Shrek thing where it's like – I don't want to see an ogre, but come on no.
2: Yeah, we, we watched uh, Shrek 1 and 2 yesterday.
0: Back to back. Yeah, that, that was, was crazy. Awesome. That movie holds freaking time. What a great time. You know, the funny thing is, I remember Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life better than the movies themselves. So it made it a little stranger for me.
2: Shrek, it's so weird because... Yeah, like Shrek, that's what I was commenting on last night, is that Shrek is a cultural icon for us. Absolutely. And it is extended beyond the realm of the movie to the point where when you watch the movie, it's funnier and more entertaining due to the culture it created that now lives externally from the movie. It's like a cultural inside joke. So it's like the the, the first movie opens up with him... Opening up his little outhouse, he, like, sl- kicks the door open, and it goes right into Smash Mouth. All-Star. Somebody wants... It's like... And it's so funny. But the reason it's so funny is because of Shrek. It is, yeah. But it is Shrek. It's like this weird feedback loop. I really like it. No, it's it's awesome. just a fantastic and, movie.
0: And, you know, the the first movie is absolutely iconic. Lord Farquaad is the star of the show
2: (laughs) just
1: some of you will die
2: (laughs) and that is a risk i am willing willing to to take
0: (laughs) he is just that the writers of that movie are just so amazing because they they put in these little innuendos of adult humor that make it so funny to me now and back then when i was a kid didn't even notice i loved the movie just because of the action Uh and the i mean it it, the animation is fun and it's different because it's a freaking ogre and a donkey going on a quest there's random characters like fairy tale characters there's random the wolf is random the the blow your house down wolf i forgot his name the three blind mice. They all show up in his swamp. He <laughs> he goes on this quest to get the deed to his swamp back. Yeah,
2: it's so random. And it's it's, it's Mike Myers, it's Eddie Murphy, it's Cameron Diaz. Like these. Yep. I didn't even know that back then. I just thought they were funny. I didn't realize I was listening to like top tier famous people tier and like comedic voices. Like both. Of, I mean, the main the lead. Shrek is Mike Myers. Donkey's Eddie Murphy. Those two are hilarious by themselves. Just hilarious. And then just, they do a perfect job. And just the, the little jokes in
0: there like they pull up to Lord Farquaad's castle and it's this giant brick square <laughs> castle. And Shrek says, like, oh, you think he's compensated for something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just those little jokes i' don't, uh, when i was little i didn't understand no, that no. at all but now it's like dang that was so funny
2: that's something they wouldn't really put in a in a new animated film it's funny too you hear little little comments like little verb choices that they're so scared of now like um they called the it, it, it's the um the wolf that is pretending to be the grandma what big eyes you have what big teeth you have <laughs> yeah. That that wolf and um the fairy godmother is like he just saw some gender confused wolf <laughs> it's like they would never put that in a like no. you never hear that terminology in like frozen no and even Not frozen was a couple years ago yeah right they just don't put actual funny stuff in movies anymore because they're scared it's gonna be offensive and shrek like there's parts of shrek people would totally be offensive with it fa- offended by if it came out today which I, is ridiculous I, but I, it's, it's true r-
0: that is re- absolutely ridiculous because i thought every moment of that movie was just hilarious it's comedy gold and i i couldn't there wasn't one thing where i was like ooh that's like a little like now that would yeah. that wouldn't hold up but it, it all holds up for me even shrek 1 is just an iconic movie shrek 2 they absolutely outdid themselves they they had the budget like you said yeah and and the animation was way better It was three years later, but the animation was way better. The story was really fun. And then that that song at the end, the Pat Benatar song, I Need a Hero, at the end. It's just like the icing on the cake. With, uh, what was her name? I think it was Janice Janice Garth or something. That was uh, not Garth. What the freak am I talking about? The Godmother? The Godmother um jennifer saunders who was the godmother and she she sung that song and it was amazing and she was bad fairy godmother oh, was bad oh she's bad all right when she put on the red dress for yeah, the song yeah yeah like, <laughs> are you kidding me
2: yeah it was yeah, i was Look, there was she is oh that's
0: me. that's not
2: her yeah yeah she's a little bit like crazy looking for real but But she is bad. There we go. Like an AI image. Yeah, yeah. She did something to me. I think she just has that, like, you know, (laughs) she's something special is going on. I don't know what to say. Yeah,
0: she's got that. She's got that thing going
2: on. Yeah, she does. And the fact that
0: she is like kind of evil, kind of makes it a little bit sexier. Yeah, Yeah,
2: the 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 bad guys in shrek are there's something like fun about all of them like oh, there lord farquad <laughs> is so like you like him a little bit <laughs> cuz yeah. he's like he's like this <laughs> crazy self-obsessed short guy who's like just hilarious i know and, and the short jokes are so funny when he
0: rides up on the horse <laughs> yeah. and He's got these giant fake legs <laughs> that his assistant pulls him out of, and he's got these tiny little short skinny legs, and the, the legs stay on the horse. That it, just stuff like that is just so funny. And even the the geometry of his yeah. face. In the just... little
2: joke, she was like, I'm sure he'll measure up. And Shrek's like, well, I'll let you do the measuring when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: the short jokes are just incredible, and the fact that every king has been short.
1: Yeah, the second one, the king's short, too. The king's
0: short, and the king used to be a frog, and (laughs) the fairy godmother turned him into a human so he could marry the queen. That's just so good, and (laughs) she just sent him back. To what he was. She like casts a spell on him. He just ends up being a frog. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you, Ribbit. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah, and never, and nobody cares. Like nobody at cares. All. it's no. so casual. And the
0: queen's like, Oh, I love my little frog. Yeah,
2: like I'm good. Oh. Princess my god. and the frog.
0: And the oh my god, I you might have missed the scene where 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 Shrek, Fiona, and Donkey Not Fiona, uh, Shrek, Donkey, and Puss. Are all stuck in their like uh, chains or whatever in this well? And they're like the boys are there. The three blind mice, Pinocchio, and the Gingerbread Man are all there to break <laughs> them out. Yeah. And they, they set some, like, Tannerite or, like, TNT. And there's a fuse. And they're like, all right, light it. And one of the three blind mice grabs a match and he strikes it. And he walks over the grate going to light it. And he just falls all the way down. <laughs> and there's still, no, and there's no other scene. Like, he's just gone. <laughs> like, there's just, that's it. But just that, like, that little scene was
2: so much fun. Yeah, and, and they're like... Yeah, and then it goes right into where they're. That's where I walked back in, and they were like, Pinocchio, you have to tell a lie. And he's like, yeah. I don't know what to say. And they're like, Say you're wearing ladies' underwear. Yeah. And he's like, I'm wearing ladies' underwear. And his nose stays <laughs> the same size. <laughs>
0: and they're like, yeah. they're like, Are you wearing ladies' underwear?
2: <laughs> the gingerbread
0: man snaps in. He's like, He's got it. a thong on. <laughs> it's a thong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not my gumdrop drop yeah, kept saying I'm not wearing ladies' underwear that his nose would grow. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: That's just great. I like that where it's like kids are not going to pick up on the minutiae and the weird double entendre and the, the innuendo. They're just not going to because we didn't. None of us did. No. None well, of I us mean there did. was there was what, like five. Twenty something year olds watching Shrek one and two last night on marathon. Yeah, and and we were all so surprised. Yeah, your uncle, fifty two year old uncle was sitting there
0: laughing. He's like, "This is hilarious." The thing
2: is, you just don't you don't pick up on that as a kid, but it makes it entertaining enough to watch as an adult. And then that's that's the whole thing is you can watch a show with your kid. That's like the whole thing is anyone's entertained by it. It it's it's fun enough and colorful enough to attract kids to watch and there's enough story and there's even some good lessons. But then if you're an adult, it's a freaking funny movie with people that, you know, who are great comedians. That is,
0: yeah, that, that is the great thing about like the classic old animated shows is just, they all have the, the inside adult humor in there that a kid would not get. And so it makes it watchable for the parents Instead of like freaking blippy on YouTube, yeah. just ruining your child's mind. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even those little, those little things come back as a little piece of humor in a child's mind that'll mm-hmm. that'll just click.
2: Yeah, it's like building them to be funny in the yeah, future. Yeah, like the Shrek kids and the blippy kids. Whole, They're very different. Whole kids. different kids. Yeah. I the mean, Blippi kids aren't even we don't even know I mean, what they're going to be like yet. No. I
0: mean, it's just crazy that the year I was born is the year Shrek 1 came out. Yeah.
2: I just can't believe that. Toy Story, wasn't Toy Story was like one of the Wasn't first Toy big, Story the 90s? I think it might have been 99.
0: Which is insane cuz that movie still holds up as well. I we haven't watched that. I don't Na- know
2: what kind of 95 insane. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the first um, computer animated movies, and it was like groundbreaking. Yeah, and they the the most recent one is twenty nineteen. Jeez, they really spreading that one out.
0: It, it it's crazy from nineteen ninety five, just an absolutely stellar Toy Story movie to the Buzz Lightyear movie where the the director is trying to claim that Buzz Lightyear is gay for no yeah. reason. He's a toy. Yeah. He's a freaking toy. I can't believe they made Buzz gay. I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. Do you know? Did they try to make... I like, didn't watch like, it either. ...put any crap in there? I didn't I watch mean, it either. What a bunch of garbage that it, that is coming out. It's crazy that, that probably when I was 12... I mean, I was watching the movies that were coming out, like the Yeah. I was watching everything that was coming out. I was getting excited. I saw these trailers on the on the TV for these movies. I was getting so excited. And now it's just evolved into pure garbage where I'm just following a few directors that I know are gonna make good movies and when they make a movie every couple years, I go and watch it instead of like
2: being excited for a new movie? Well, it's like action movies are the only ones that are still any good. Because for some reason, violence, nobody cares. Like, But if it's like sexual stuff, people don't like it anymore. Or no. th- they do like it as long as it's like different. Like it has to be gay or it has to be something. Yeah. It can't just be regular. That's why we had just watched that movie the other day, um, Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. And we were like, why is that such a good movie? I don't know. That was a good movie. We were also crunk as frick. Yeah, we were. But
0: that movie was good. But the movie
2: (laughs) was so good. And the thing is, I think that I don't remember which one of us noticed it, but we were like, there's literally no underlying messages. Right. Nothing. Right. And I think that's what made the movie so enjoyable is you just get to enjoy you get to like trust that the movie isn't. A freaking psyop. <laughs> like-
0: I know, I know. It, yeah, every movie now is un yeah, it has some underlying political agenda yeah. instead of just a beautiful story followed by beautiful cinematography yeah. and good acting. Uh huh. It, it's crazy how we've evolved from Trying to create an amazing story like like Forrest Gump or Toy Story or even Shrek. Yeah, I mean Shrek. Shrek is like a copy paste of uh, what is it, The Grim Tales or whatever. Doesn't matter. That's an amazing story. To now, it's like they have to throw something in there to virtue signal that they know. Yeah, they know what's going on. It, it's it takes me off. That's what I loved about. Uh, John Wick too Not number two but T-O-O John Wick in general
2: Well because it's an action movie and you can get away with it It was an action movie It was was all
0: It was just a story Dude, dog died He wants to
2: kill everybody That's the best It's the best And you can get away with it politically Get away with not putting any political stuff Into an action movie because it's not Like a love story or something that's Like, but if it's a love story, you gotta include gay. You just have to. Can you imagine if they tried to rehash Forrest Gump? (sighs) They couldn't. There's no way they could because he's not mentally right. They couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: It's like he's an autistic guy. Yeah. No, they could not do it. No, no. No shot. There's no making Forrest Gump today. Dude, move.
0: Ooh. What if you could move Hollywood? Where would you, where on the map? Of let's say where on the political spectrum map would you move Hollywood?
2: Political spectrum, like if I could put them farther red or farther like blue?
0: like like you know there's there's Denver, New York. Oh. We got Raleigh. We got uh, Miami. Like a Miami Hollywood would just go.
2: <laughs> oh, that'd be dangerous. It would be insane. You that'd know, be weird. You, you
0: got the Texas cities. You yeah. got Dallas, Houston, Austin. Salt. You got Salt Lake City, Utah. Like, where would you, where would you kind of plant them to, to try and push them
2: in a better direction? Um, well, you know where they do film a decent amount of movies. They got big, a decent studio presence in like South Carolina and North Carolina beaches, like uh, Wrightsville. Obviously, that's somewhere that I know. It's kind of not. It's like young and hip town. It's. Probably a little bit left leaning. It definitely is a little bit left leaning, but I think that's fine for making movies because the like the you we- need the, the creativity, weird, the weird creative people are going to be left leaning just naturally. I think you you just need to take the extreme out of it. Like you need those crazy liberal, you know, creative folk to be making awesome movies, but you don't need them to be like. Adding weird messages and like mm-hmm. controlling, and then there's all the rich stuff going on. And the you know, I don't want to say Jews, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say I won't, I won't say it either. See, I, I feel like you put them in you put them in like Salt Lake
0: City, and you're gonna have like a bunch of westerns, <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the, yeah, in the theaters. You yeah. put them in like Denver, you're gonna have a bunch of like snowy crime movies, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then,
2: you put them in New York you're going to have a bunch of like uh like pretty and pink type movies it has to be a that's the thing that's why that's why hollywood like los angeles california is probably the best place for it because it's almost always sunny it's there's there's water the weather year round can pass as summer it's it's literally always you can always film there. There's desert right o- right over there. Like it's the perfect place geographically. It's beautiful set setting to to make, you know, outdoor stuff. Like the neighborhoods are beautiful there. The roads, it's that got that golden sun. It's like the best place to film TV or movie. And the thing is it just I think attracted so much of that industry that it brought I mean, it's like you said, they're generally the people who are creatives are left-leaning. Yeah. So, it it just attracted that to such an extreme that that's what we have now. An extremely left-leaning Hollywood. <sighs> I need to throw a couple rights in there. Yeah. Throw a couple
0: rights in there. I'll tell you what, though. That, that movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Once a time, once upon it, a, once a time, in Hollywood.
2: Didn't we just watch that? Yep. Yeah. With with uh Brad Pitt. Yeah.
0: And, and Leo. Leo. Yeah. That was a good movie. Freaking good movie. But I think that was one of the directors that I follow. I think that was a Scorsese movie. I'm not sure, but I thought it was
2: Tarantino.
0: Tarantino. That sounds right. That sounds more right than Scorsese. But <clears throat> let's see.
2: Tarantino Tarantino see th- that, his movies I follow his movies well Tarantino keeps getting in trouble with the yeah, left yeah
0: really funny dude or really weird dude but really funny movie my favorite part of the movie was when the hippies just got absolutely annihilated and I <laughs> figured got... out afterwards <laughs> that that whole movie was was about uh, what was that
2: oh the Manson the Manson yeah yeah
0: and the the you know, woman ended up getting killed. The woman that was, w- Margot Robbie, the, the lady that was pregnant at the end, she was the one who ended up getting killed instead of
2: um, Brad Pitt killing all of them. You know about the idea that uh, Manson was created by the CIA? No. Um, what was the, What was the LSD project that they had going on? MK Ultra. Um people are saying that they created Marilyn Manson. Hmm. And he was like a CIA creation.
0: Oh, that's
2: weird. Yeah. There's there's that book uh Chaos by um who's that by? That that's on my list of books to read. Apparently he goes into all that stuff about like MK Ultra that's kind of bizarre to think about I don't know that story that well but Tom O'Neill Chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA and the secret history of the 60's I think it, it, it's on my list of books I want to read and it's great on Kindle is it?
0: Is there Audible?
2: Um, I got I'm some, sure I
0: got some Audible credits <laughs> try to spend those hoes Jonathan Spando's house. I've been on the um. Oh, what's it called? Yeah, it's on Audible. Yeah, it's on Audible. It's everywhere you want. I've been on the uh, molecule molecule of more. Yeah, good book. Good book. Everybody should read that sucker. It kind of gives you a insight into what why your desire circuit works the way it works. Really? Yep. It's all, I mean, it's... About, about dopamine. Dopamine, yeah. Okay. Molecule of more, which is like a... It's a new thought process where it was... Uh, it used to be like... They used to think... Uh, I don't remember. I don't <laughs> learn too well. I have to go through the book again. Yeah. <laughs> but but this guy ended up saying that it was the molecule of more instead of something else.
2: You know, <sighs> I mean, this, uh, this is kind of an offshoot, and maybe this will be one of the last... Things we'll talk about because I'm getting hungry, but um, is there food? Yeah, there is. Yeah, what? Um, chicken and Ugh, chicken and uh, oh my god, mac and cheese. Okay, but chicken hear and me mac out. Mac and cheese? Are you kidding me? I we sitting here. Yeah, but g- let me get let All me get right. this last thought out. <laughs> let me get this last thought out. I read uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I've been going down like some of the classic like novels. The you know, the classics, the ones you're supposed to read. Um, I read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and immediately I was hearing references to that book in just, like, other pop culture stuff. Like, they were talking about the nurse, which I actually... His nurse... Whatever, I kind of forget her name. But, like, but you you hear references to them. Same thing with... I'm reading Grapes of Wrath right now. I've already heard... Somebody make a grapes of wrath joke, and it just like totally makes sense because I know what the book's about now. Mm. I wonder how many pieces of like historically eventful or like historically important pop culture that just like I'm missing all these references because you don't feel like you're missing references when you're missing them. Read the
0: Bible, holy yeah. I need to read that sucker
2: actually. Yeah, go through all the like stuff. Yeah, because people are constantly referencing that
0: yeah and and you know you you just find yourself in situations all the time that you're like wait
2: yeah that i was see like, a burning bush actually that was like <laughs> your uh your uncle was saying when we were watching shrek he's like there's a talking donkey in the bible he
0: sent me the link
2: to it i read that this morning you did yeah it wasn't it, it wasn't eddie murphy in the bible i'll tell you that much but it was still a talking donkey yeah oh he it sent was, it to both of us yeah it was a guy riding ba- his donkey.
0: Balaam's donkey. Yeah. was a talking donkey.
2: Yeah, yeah, he um yeah, it was It was like God spoke through the donkey. It was kind of so. It was, the, the donkey didn't really have its own stuff to say. It was God's message. But but the donkey spoke, right? He did speak and Balaam was pissed. <laughs> so it's kind of like was shrek ticked, but he was, he was so Why mad. Are you talking he was beating the donkey it was really sad actually oh shoot. um but that but okay beside the point i think what i'm just saying is that we got to read more books read the bible read all the stuff so we know what people are talking about when they're making references read the quran read the quran read um draw mein- with Qurans. um
0: communist manifesto
2: i've heard that it's worthwhile to read the communist manifesto and i read my, it and Mein Kampf. yeah hey, you did yeah i got it really come on now all right let's listen to this one more time and then we'll we'll head out and hey, let that sink in everybody And that's also the discount code. So type that in word for word. Type that in
0: hydroflask.com slash
1: Goodbye, everybody. See you next week.